troops. This is the Eagle Podcast, the home of accountability. Troops, here we are. It's the Eagle Podcast. I've been joined today by a fucking gleaming bloke. Do you remember taking your missus to the cinema and before the movies would start, <laughs> it'd be a fucking awesome fucking Royal Marine advert and you'd be like, fuck you know. You'd be sitting there eating your fucking fizzy fancels and your flumps, thinking, but I wouldn't mind a bit of that. And then at the end... Look at that essence bloke. Yeah. And at the end, it would say 99.9% need not apply. But this guy did apply. And not only did he apply, he became the 0.1%. Gaz, how are you doing, mucker? I'm good, mate. Are you? Yeah, I'm fucking smashing it. Going strong. Um, Thanks for having me, mate. No, hey, look. We've talked before the podcast and I feel, you know, that we should sort of say thanks to Alex for um, putting us in the same room because now a week later, we are sat doing a podcast. So Alex from Redcoat Apparel, uh, top bloke, thanks very much for this. Yeah, legend, mate. Legend of a guy. Yeah, he certainly is. How do you know Alex? So we did our CP course together. Oh, right. Uh, Yeah, our up 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 in Durham, Peterborough. And uh, yeah, I met him on there, mate. We had a great time. We had, we had a really good time. And then when I were out in Afghan doing CP, I bumped into him again. Uh, right. He was working for a different company. Uh, and we just kind of got back connected then, mate. And then just recently, we're coming back on social media. So Sweet. I mean, let's, let's, let's start there. Guys, security. I, I, remember, I remember everyone leaving the forces to, to go and chase the um, counter-piracy, <clears throat> CP work. What's it like? What's it really like compared to what you're told it's like? So I tried to get into CP for about three years, mate. Uh, just like land-based stuff. Found it really, really difficult. Nobody really got back to me. And then I got in touch with a good friend, uh, John Riddle. Told him that I was going for Abramovich job in London. And he just was like, mate, that bloke's a tool. Just like chin him off. You, you want to get in touch with Orlando Rogers and, and get, out, get out with Solis doing maritime security. I'd never even give it a thought, mate. And didn't really realise how big it were at the time. Right. So yeah, so... Uh, went out on my first job with Solis. I'd, I'd literally, I'd been putting stuff back on a conveyor belt in Asda because I couldn't afford it. And then I, w- I went down for my interview with Solis on Tuesday, got off of the job Wednesday and then flew out on Friday. Okay, and no. within, within like seven days, I didn't like five or six grand. It was mental. Yeah, and then I stayed out for about a year then. But it was it good, mate. It was good. It, 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 there's a lot of time sat around in, in general, maritime and and land-based CP. There's a lot of time sat about and stuff like that, but it's good, mate. Obviously, the money's good. Risk is high, especially on land-based stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I did enjoy it, mate. I really enjoyed it. Where did you go when you did counter-piracy? So we just literally like boxed around the Indian Ocean, really, mate. So we'd start going down the Red Sea from, from Egypt, down the Red Sea, uh, Somali Basin and, and stuff like that. And then all the way down to Durban, uh, oh, South yeah. Africa, up north, uh, as far as Muscat, Middle East, and then uh, east to Sri Lanka, where we disembark and, and, and get off. So it was just the old kind of region, really. And um, the old Somali pirates, are they as keen and as mustard as everyone makes them out to be? They are, mate, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, see, you see stuff every now and you see stuff every now and again, and it's like that split second, like, is, are the, is it fishermen, are the, pirate, are the pirates and stuff like that? I mean... We got attacked in, on uh, the four of us okay, no. in uh, 2011, 6th of August. We got attacked by like between eight, 10, maybe 12 skiffs. 
just came like came at us from port and starboard side, and I went to yell and like it was just there was trying to compose myself to like give lads instructions initially were just were hard work. I had, I had like initial realization where I thought, fucking hell, like we're gonna have to surrender here to like mm. preserve any like percentage of life. And I've got no problem saying that I've mentioned it in my book, but I just felt like I, the fragility that I had in that moment were like, I just didn't like it. I thought I'm, we're gonna potentially get killed and I didn't want to die. Mm. Uh, but after a couple of deep breaths, mate, I just were like, could think with absolute clarity. And uh, yeah, we're in a contact for about 35 minutes and we, we eventually re repelled that, that attack and got and, out of it. But And what sort of, did you, what, uh, manning levels was like a section. What, how many blocks did you have? We had four, mate, yeah. Oh, four lads. And the funniest, one of the funniest things, mate. Four well, lads. One, one of the lads, mate, uh, he just... Delta fire team. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Mate, one of the lads, he'd just come from Iraq. He'd been like over in the sample in Iraq, he'd just come over and he were like, mate, Iraq, what? Iraq's been honking. I want, I want to just put my slippers on for a bit. And on his first <laughs> fucking job, we got fucking one of the biggest attacks in piracy. <laughs> fucking hell, 11, 11 boats. Like, were you on like a big super tanker or something like that? Like, yeah, what we, were, we were on a, a tanker called the Volgi Bulker and it was just a, a, bit, a big tanker that were like heavily laden with iron ore. The massive misconception, they're not after the, the ship. They just want the, they'll hijack anything. It's, it's the captain that they're after and stuff like that. And just the, the leverage they've got with hijacking. So well, it was that yeah. full. It had like a, a five or, or, or lower freeboard. So they could just basically just kind of step onto it. It were, it were an easy target. And it, were well, only, it could yeah. only do, it could only do like eight and nine knots, which is like, I don't know, seven mile an hour. Yeah, so we couldn't, even, we, couldn't even, we couldn't even outrun them, mate. It was, it was, yeah, it were intense, mate, yeah. Fuck me, I know blokes have run that faster on a mile and a half. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after the after the after the bit up piss, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. That must have yeah. been like because I'm thinking, oh, if you're on a tanker, at least you've got high ground and you can defend people trying to board you. But if you literally you're low in the ocean and and then can just fucking get on board, then you, you've yeah. sort of lost your defensive capability, haven't you? Because end of the day, sure. four. I mean, one thing we did have, mate, is we had an obviously we had an elevated position with being on bridge wing, and ah right, okay. We were we were such as like a sturdy, stable target in in the water. It was, we were like we just had a massive, massive advantage. You know, we just had a massive, and that really, really paid dividends for us. And and again, I, I like I put one at lads on the on the monkey deck on uh, on the on the highest point, and it, we, it, that enabled us to have like a three sixty visual of what were happening and he reported back down to me in a radio and, and we, we the first part of it were like we fucked here just slowly slowly started winning the arm wrestle and and it wasn't really visual but it were like perceptual mm. and once i started like feeling that just the feeling and the relief that i, that I were getting i think that we're that we all were getting from it were, were unbelievable Be all what right. weapon systems did you have we had ak's mate we had like uh there were yeah, but they were new. They were like new AKs. They weren't actually. They weren't called AKs, but they were right. something else, like black and plasticky. Yeah, they were gleaming, mate. Absolutely gleaming, uh, spot on. It would. It would. It were weird, mate. Cause I had a bit of a feeling. Uh, I boarded the, the the boat in in Malta, and I had a bit of a feeling that something was going to go down. And I and normally the policy was that you had to keep all the weapons in the weapon boxes. But I just told the lads to to get them out and keep them loaded on on the side of the bridge like actually in the bridge out the out the security of the boxes yeah, yeah. so uh against policy mate i would have lost my job without a shadow of a doubt but i, I don't know i had this like really weird feeling and, and it, 
So your you know? your state of readiness realistically saved that fucking ship, didn't it? As a team, mate, yeah. yeah As a I team, say, I mean, yeah. I absolutely can't take credit for it. I mean, the the lads, the lads were absolutely superb, mate. Well, it, it were just the thing is, mate. I mean, you can you can do all rehearsing that you want in world, but I mean, we were like joking and having the banter prior and stuff like that, and we didn't do any rehearsing, so we're always quite against it because you can rehearse and rehearse and rehearse for something like that, and you never yeah. know what's going to come or, or how it's going to unfold. But so we didn't do any rehearsals, and then like when it actually happened, the lads were like so on it and everybody knew the role and it was just, it was just superb mate what was their yeah. backgrounds uh all all royal marines oh right so you're all on the same yeah all on the yeah same one of lads were ex uh sb sb ribs uh wow but it, but yeah what we were we had we had a good we had a we had a good team mate yeah like I think I think they'd all barring maybe sb lad sb ribs lad had done uh had done herrick Right. Uh, so, so the, 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 everybody had had some good experience, mate, and it just all all complimented, mate, really well. Mm, nah, it's fucking. Hell. It sounds. It sounds. Uh, it sounds like it was a another another part of the book. Now, um, going back, we'll sort of go backwards. Is that what you're still doing now? Oh, <clears throat> no, mate. I've left now, so I'm still I'm still in security at minute. Uh, right. Just work work for a guy uh, in media industry in London. Do a week right. on week off. Oh, nice. Yeah, so so that's good, mate. So I go down there for a week, uh, do that, and then have a week off. And on my week off, I just do my uni. I've been studying uh, forensic psychology for six years. Oh, fucking claiming. And uh, and just doing my book project, mate. So I've just been doing that. So I just do all my own my own stuff on my week off. So it works for me, mate. It really works, and it's 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 a good little gig in London. So it's good. Let's move straight into it then. You've done something which I reckon every single man, woman who's ever gone through any form of training, as in military training, which is, fucking hell, I wish I'd logged every single day that I was in training and how I was feeling. Sure, mate. Yeah. Um, you did it. How did it start? Like, did you know going down to Limston that, right, I'm going to fucking make a diary? Mate, I didn't at all, right? It's so bizarre looking back, mate, because I wasn't very good at school, and that's because... I was hell bent on turning like turning pro and making that an absolute career for me. So I didn't really commit commit at school, do well at school at all. Mm -hmm. uh, couldn't really read until I were eleven, uh, and then basically as I were going down to to Limston to start uh, week one day one of training, just as I was about to get on the train, my mum chucked me a diary that she just bought in a shop like W H Smiths. Nice. Uh, and she would just like, just write something down. She was emotional. She went, just write something down, anything. If, 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 if things do get hard for you, uh, it'll, hopefully it'll help you. Yeah. And she chucked me and I just thought like, fucking hell of all the things you could have given me. Uh, and I were on the train and, and I were nervous. And obviously there's that fear of the unknown. And you're like, I always kind of, like kind of a kin how we were feeling on that journey down to being like, a bit like on a roller coaster when you're strapped in and it sets off and you're kind of like thinking, fucking hell, I, I don't know if I want to get off, but you can't. And, you, and you're on your way and I were on, me, on the train down to Limston. I'm thinking like, fucking hell, this is mental what's happening here. So I just opened the diary, mate, and uh, made my first entry. And from that moment on, I just felt completely compelled to keep it and to do oh. it every day. And, and mate, that's what I did. I, I, like I've mentioned in previous chats, I've, I've always had like a OCD, some OCD trait that's, that's, that's been inherent. And, uh, and I, yeah, I just, I just, I just kept it every day. I mean, it was tough, mate. I mean, 
you know yourself when you when you've been in field and you I mean there were a period in training of two weeks where we had ten hours sleep in two weeks, and trying to write a diary when you when you're in that state is is it just added more stress to what I were doing. But mm. like I said, I just felt compelled to do it. There were times in field where. I couldn't take it in or it were raining or we'd been in, in an ambush and stuff and I'd have to write on my hands and on, on, on my arms brief notes or write some pe- write on, on pieces of cardboard and then just yeah, put it yeah. back into the diary. So it were a massive commitment, mate, on top of what I had to do, but so thankful now I've done it, mate, because it's, yeah, uh, fucking it, it's, it's spot on, mate, yeah. It, it's, I, I don't really think people understand, like, as a young man or as a young woman going into that environment, majority of people... Uh, uh, sort of what 18 to 20 um, all of us sort of come from a similar background did shit at school yeah maybe we were going down the wrong tracks you know brothers fathers granddads were in the services so there was always that affiliation to the services whichever one it may be and then you're right like the train journey down and saying goodbye to like your mum and dad at the train station like uh, as as a young boy really aren't you? you and you're going down to this to this world, and, I, and I'll never forget turning up to, to my ATR, and, and I accidentally called the corporal mate, and he went, I'm not your fucking mate. <laughs> mate, <I'm> t- <laughs> mate. Everybody does that, everybody does that. Like, I remember one of the lads that started training, mate, he called the corporal recruit. <laughs> mate, fucking, oh, he'd have loved that, he'd have loved oh, that. Mate. Well, he, well, he loved it as well, mate, because we're in stress positions for about 30 minutes. <laughs> Do it Superman on floor. Fuck it. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, recruit. Fucking recruit. I can hear it now. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's out of nerves and you don't know how to fucking move, do you? You don't know, like, can, no. am, am, am I allowed to breathe? Can I go to the toilet? This like, is it, mate. I, I, I've wrote about this in the book as well at the end in terms of reflections for training. Mm. It's like, you literally, you're like a herd of, like, startled sheep. Yeah. That's, like, just had a light shone on you and you like, you don't know which way to turn who to talk to or what to say it's you just don't it's such an attack on your senses and as you as a young lad I mean you 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 are in kind of still in your infancy of life and what's what's the first week like um and how quickly did you sort of create um bonds and friendships with with the lads in your um what 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 is it a platoon in in your your platoon true yeah right okay Yeah. yeah Uh, it's, I mean, you get down there, mate, you, you, you met off the Limston, uh, Limston's got its own train station, Limston Commando, you're met by a drill instructor, your drill instructor, he takes you up through camp past bottom field and you just see various other troops at different stages of training and it's, like I said, it's a massive assault on your senses and stuff and you, you feel overwhelmed, you feel scared and frightened and you, you get taken into a foundation block and it's a bit like full metal jacket with 60 beds the contrast in where you've just come from being like mm. in the luxury and comfort of your own home to then yeah. being in foundation block at Limston's just massive as, 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 as you can relate yeah, yourself, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I, uh, I like your stereotypical kind of construct of, of masculinity and of a man is when you're that young is like somebody that's maybe covered in tattoos and like big, massive, no teeth, like skinhead. And that's what you think, mate. You look around and you like think, God, he's going to pass, he's going to pass. I'm going to stick with him, I'm going to stick with him. And you discount all these other people that are like kind of the grey man that don't really look anything. And no word of a lie, mate, then that stereotype that you have is completely broken in, mm. in two or three, four weeks. 
I mean, I can remember that they lined us all up and they said, right, I want you to give you KFS, your you knife, spoon and fork, to yeah. somebody that you think is going to fail. Fucking uh, hell. Yeah, mate. That was the first couple of days, mate. And like some lads had fucking loads just based on how they looked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, and, and I gave mine to Tom Curry and, and, and as did a lot of other people. They were a big lad, looked looked little baby face, like oh, six foot hell. odd. And, and unbelievably, mate, he ended up being our commando medalist. Like who the lads picked were like possessed all the, 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 the commando the, the commando ethos yeah. and spirit and rightfully so mate he, I mean he's tragically got killed in Afghan but yeah. uh, he were an absolutely superb guy and so so strong mentally physically just encapsulated Roma in commando really but yeah just, just that kind of thing mate it's, it, it's just a process of breaking down stereotypes when you first get there and, and, and re-evaluating who you are and who, who you think other people are yeah you, 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 I think you're right in what you said like you are just you just don't have a fucking clue, do you? Like you, you, no. You're not even sure if you know how to walk anymore. You're like, is this how I do it? Like, is this, am I doing it right uh, now? And yeah, it's right. I mean, you get told how to shower, don't you? Yeah. They, they, they tell you how to shower. Like, they, like we had one, like they're doing a shower demo, mate, and they're like, washing one at one at Corporals is washing his bollocks, lifting his bollocks up, and like, yeah. then bend, bending over and yeah. like washing washing his 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 ass and stuff like that. It's mental. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It like, I, and you're right. Like, I, I remember. I remember that. Like, first grade tomorrow, fucking zero five thirty dress, fucking flip flops, towel, fucking all, all your stuff. And I'm watching a fucking guy, and I'm probably looking back. He was maybe in his maybe his late twenties. Like, right, turn on the water. <laughs> Open the <laughs> you know I mean? Like, everything <laughs> broken down into like even that yeah. was broken down into routine. Yeah. And then, like, you stood looking at him thinking, like, I'm stood in a shower with 20 other blokes watching one bloke fully naked. Right, uh, you must wash foreskin like this. And you're like, yeah. I, like, yeah. fucking hell, I've never seen anyone else's dick apart from my own. And now I'm stood in yeah. a bloke. And that's like, you're right, it, it, everything is an attack. That's on absolutely true. It is, mate. It is absolutely <laughs> true. You're lined up and, like, is <laughs> there naked, covered in soap, and then he pulls his foreskin back and he's like, "This is how you need to wash your fork, like what you do and stuff." And you're just like, "Fucking hell, this is mental." Do, do you remember the first time? Um, I'd, I'd, I'd be dead interested in reading this bit in the book. The first time you did um, a block or slash room inspection with like like your troop sergeant or like that fucking figurehead. Do you remember like that moment where, and no doubt he was a fucking monster of a man, and he just fucking balled in. Yeah, what, yeah. What I was mean, that like? So basically, mate, when we got to Limston, they want enough lads for us to go through training. So oh, we had right. to wait two weeks for another lot to come to join to form our troop. So we had like four fucking weeks of foundation. <sighs> uh, and the first two weeks, mate, although we did get a beast in, it was nothing like what we're going to come that we, right. that we didn't know at that time. So when the other lads rocked up, the training team, who had been quite friendly, just turned like that, mate. And, and it were like, one of the one of the corporals came in like everybody was scared to death of him mate and he was just like volunteer and like you just don't know what you're supposed to do with that you don't know that you're supposed to put your hand up and say thing and he's like volunteer and the next minute you just getting absolutely thrashed beyond an inch of your life and you soon learn what what how you should react to certain 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 calls like that but yeah in terms of first inspection mate it's just 
you don't know what you put. There's water in your water bottle. There's like everybody's berries on top of the red, like unshaped. You just look a complete sack of shit, don't you? It's, it's... Yeah. I remember like, and you'll probably be thinking this. We, we had this, um, somehow though we were in the artillery, we ended up having this like tanky challenger two guy, troop sergeant. And he was like army boxing champion. Like, like you said, fucking tattoos on tattoos. His nose had been smashed in. And he just yeah. had like, I think he's about six foot fucking 7,000. Um, just <laughs> just uh, the biggest human yeah. being I'd ever seen in my life. Ever, yeah. <laughs> ever. And he come in and he just walked, like he walked in and just went to me. He went, well, apart from fuck all, what did you do last night? I was like, fucking Jesus Christ. Spent <laughs> 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 like... Yeah. Spent like 25 hours trying to tidy a room, which is the size of my kitchen before the blokes. And, yeah. and, like, and he, he made us throw all of the furniture out the window. Like the mate, mate, I was just going to say, mate, we, we, we had that, mate. We had to throw everything that we owned out at window, including his mattress. And then one of the worst inspections that we ever got and worst beastings that we ever, t- that we ever took was we lived in a block where you could look over the balcony and obviously see down three levels. Yeah. And the training team came in and they were like, right, throw everything that you own, everything down the fucking center of the block. Oh. Uh, and there were a, a mountain, like, must have been 10, 12 foot high, of all the same kit. The only thing that differentiated it, differentiated it was your name in the back of it. So this is like 12, 2, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning and everybody's like grouchy because you know you're going to be up all night because there's only like two, mm. two or three uh, washing machines and dryers on camp. You've got to wash it or you've got to iron it all and everybody's at the bottom of the stairs trying to like find their own kit and you'd find like one t-shirt then you'd have to wait another hour before you found the sock and it was just it was just emotional mate absolutely oh. emotional and then you're up all night again then yeah and you, you, you you're blasting straight into the next day with no sleep when you've got like double double period of fizz and and, <laughs> and that's in the book and it's just you know, do you know what i mean it's just did you ever have anyone who was like the morale guy, like someone who did impressions or someone who was like the go-to person when things were tough. There was always yeah, like a cute bluff, wasn't there? It was like fucking super funny. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you do, don't you? And, and, and you absolutely need them guys. And yeah, we had, we had a couple of guys that were like, one guy were like, he were pretty solid. Do you know what I mean? Like pretty, just pretty, pretty solid. And uh, we, we just, we got a lot of morale and fun out of him and just, just, just bantering him and stuff like that. And, Another guy that's a really close close friend of mine that didn't, didn't quite make it. He, I think he left at week week 22, and uh, we're still in touch now. And he was a great great guy, but uh, he just he just couldn't couldn't get past the past the finish line. Yeah, the, the, there was always there was always that one, and there was always the duty bloke who was always late for every single parade as well. Hundred <laughs> percent, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, that <laughs> you initially find that he's quite funny. Yeah, and, and you love the fact that somebody else is always getting in shit, but then training team gets that fucking fredders with him that they yeah. end up punishing everybody, and then he goes from being like quite funny to pretty uh, pretty hated. So it's sort of a little bit. Um, I I remember being down at Oakhampton doing like a an, an artillery course, um, but I remember going to Oxford and bumping into loads of like um, sort of lads lads from Limston and. God, they always look fucking just absolutely like on the verge of fucking, <laughs> fucking death. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what was it like? Do you know, can you, 
highlight what it was like to be let out. Do you have to get to a certain week before they go, right, you can go to Oxford for fucking half an hour? Um, yeah, yeah. Run, so as, mate, as were Exeter, so... Oh, okay. Only train ranks could go to Exmouth. Uh, and if, I mean, you wouldn't have dared go to Exmouth. Uh, that were arguably the best night out, but that's where the train ranks went. And if you oh, were caught right. there, uh, Game over. probably at that time would have got banged out. So we all went to Exeter. Nobody, everybody hated us. I mean, we went out on us first. As first, you get like a couple of hours in beginning of training. Like you've got two hours go ashore, and you like sinking as many pints as what you can in the only pub that'll let you in. Mm. You try to go in other pubs, and you're like, oh, and they like want to know what you do, and you've got like Royal Marines recruit all over your forehead, even though. You, you don't think you have and, and you drink all these pints and you think you're absolutely nails because you're a Royal Marine fucking recruit and you, you just go mental, mate. You go absolutely mental. Like I said, nobody will let you in anywhere and then on the train on the way back to Limston, everybody's carrying on and there were one lad that once turned around and he went, uh, like, you, you fucking luminods, aren't you? Which means when you first start, you have to wear an luminous band on your, on your shoulder. Right. To prove to show that you're like you're in foundation, and it's it's so demoralising and embarrassing, mate. You call them luminods, uh, and we were like, yeah, yeah. And, and he were like, he must have been in like week, I don't know, sixteen, seventeen of training, and he had so much more maturity and seniority. Yeah. yeah. And it were really weird, mate. How like when I got to like week seventeen, week eighteen, and week twenty, it were roles reverse, mate. Like there were lads. Mm just doing exactly what, what we'd done. Yeah. And I, I didn't say anything because I never did, but I was just thinking like, fucking hell, I've been there. I, I were them lads and, and they look fucking stupid. Yeah, that, that's it, mate. Sorry, I said I said Oxford, Exeter, that's it. Yeah. I, it, it's a weird place because it, it, it almost, though Limston is right on the doorstep, like it was never very sort of military friendly, was it? It was always very um, sort of standoffish. And, um, yeah, yeah. I remember we had a we had a night out there once from Northampton and like fuck we couldn't get in anywhere and like obviously we were like we weren't recruits we were fucking on on a course down there and they were just like nah you you, you fucking your squaddies or whatever whatever they called us but I was like I I never really experienced that do you know what I mean and I thought yeah and do you know what it used to fucking wind me up because at that point I had done operational tours and I was like fucking wankers do you know what I mean like. How yeah, dare you yeah. say that I'm not good enough to fucking come in here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's always kick off. Well, I'm going to kick off now. <laughs> so <I wasn't, laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, I've had it. I've had it, literally. Yeah. I experienced that as a recruit. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a, 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 as a recruit, couldn't get in anywhere. And then when I went up, uh, drafted up to Scotland, it was same again, mate. Like, what, bro? Uh, no, I, I were at uh, Ellen's Faz Lane. Oh, Fazlane, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'd go out in we'd we'd go out in Ellensburg, mate, and uh, we'd got in places, mate. But like the locals hated us, mm. uh, absolutely hated us, especially the lads and stuff like that. And just just that sense that like no, that you're not very well liked wherever you go. So you do you do kind of stay quite insular then, uh, and and stay with the lads, which 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 is natural and understandable. Did really. you did you write about this in the book? Did you write about you know when you first went down? places and you experienced um you thought like as you probably as i thought oh if i joined the forces people are going to like think oh he's fucking mega that bloke but actually absolutely it, actually it's not quite like that is it Do you know what i mean no it's not no it's not i mean i think in in, in the places that are immediately affected mm. uh 
and exposed to us like like the air, like our bro yeah yeah and, yeah and, and where, wherever you are yeah yeah uh, that kind of that aura mystique's gone because they just see i suppose a bit of a different side to us when we're out on the piss and stuff like that yeah. and I suppose, they've got a point mate do you know what i mean i mean we, we, we kind of inv invade their terror it's only mm -hmm. same as a big group coming around it, as human beings we're very uh territorial aren't we yeah, hundred uh, percent, and, and that's just that's just what I, it is, mate. I mean, I mean, it's where are you are you from Leeds? Yes, near Leeds, mate. Yeah, just just south of Leeds. So, like, example, say, like, all of a sudden, forty blokes from Pontefract just tipped up in your local. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. only gonna, it's only going to go on for so long, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's only going to, it's going it's gonna, to go up, isn't it? It's yeah, gonna go up. <laughs> but um, can, is is it like? I feel like this is the fucking book that if, if I was going down, down that road, like it's the perfect book to give someone going to Limston. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the perfect, Mate, it, like it, it, how to. It really is. And I was speaking to, to Ben Williams yesterday and uh, he was saying that like somebody can literally that's in training, if they've got it, like if they're feeling down, flip open and just say, what were, what were I doing then? And it's literally every single day. Uh, and there's, there's some, there's some, there's some, some 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 funny points in there, mate. There's some stuff that like you forget and stuff that you like that you would naturally forget unless you wrote it down. Did did you? What was this? Was there ever a moment in the book where you were like, right, I'd say I'm fucking going home. Like, is there a few of those moments? There's 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 a point in the book where I've done it twice and I've just put something like I'm literally driving the fucking pen through the paper. I'm that fucked really? off. Yeah. And then there's a week where I've got this is the week of the fucking word where I'm just swearing constantly because I've like just been on dig X or something like that. And we've been digging like constantly for four days. And, uh, there was, I did have wobbles, mate. I mean, mm. I was so, so I was never going to quit. I was yeah. like, in terms of motivation and stuff like that, I was like, my internal motivation was, uh, I just, I just wanted the title. I wanted to be successful. I wanted, I wanted me Green Beret and, and then externally, nobody thought I could do it. Mm. Uh, and it, and what drove me really were like a fear of failure of yeah. like going back home and like having to try and chop and change some bullshit excuse to fit when you can, people are never going to accept that. Mm. And I couldn't, I, I wouldn't have been able to live with myself. So the fear, fear of failure drove me through. And as strong as that was, there were still times when I were broken and I just thought, yeah. I'm fucking, this is not what it's going to be. This is not cracked up to what I think it's going to be or I'm yeah. broken, I want to go home or I'm, I'm just, just little things, mate. Just like, like. Was the term in the army, it, the term back squatted, obviously meant kicked out of your back, troop? Sure, yeah. Is it, the same, is it the same word? Absolutely, mate. Back squatted, back trooped. Fucking uh, hell. I've never been so, thing. I've never been so afraid of fucking one word in my entire life. Like. Yeah, I know, mate, I know. Uh, and you know what, mate? It was in, we were talking about this last night. It, it was enforced a lot, mate. And yeah. It, it wasn't necessarily for like any kind of like uh, really documented and, and, and proven drops in performance. It, I mean, back then it were like, if the training team didn't like you, you were Bosh. fucking gone. You weren't, you weren't going to pass out. Nah. Uh, if your base didn't fit, if, if, you, if for whatever reason you had to get in a safety wagon or what, that were you gone. They, they were just they were just not having it, and I think times have, have changed a bit now. But 
yeah, that's that's how it was, mate. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I remember this fucking clearest day, right? I remember um, we had like um, a floor and there was three rooms. My fucking floor just happened to be on the fucking same floor, like the same floor as the DS's fucking room. So I was like, fuck's sake, I can't even. And then like, the DS would shout, well, there's someone fucking else gone. And you'd be like, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, and like, the, yeah. the fucking the, the guy, like the DS would walk in and they'd be like, your name's been mentioned a few times today. And you'd be like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the mind games are unreal. <laughs> yeah. So we had, we had like, on our, we had a, a, the, the original troop members that joined started oh, training. I've seen this. We had, them on, we had them on the wall, right, in the picture. And when somebody like, uh, like VW'd or, or failed something, they'd stand them up in front of everybody and they'd like go, this is recruit so-and-so. He is a shit cunt. Oh. He, 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 he is packing his bags and he's leaving training now. And then they used to give you a permanent market and you had to scratch your own face off. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was brutal, yeah. That... I, you know what, mate? I, I, I absolutely used to draw strength from that. When somebody used to, like, mm. quit or fail in a, in, a, in, a, in a kind of narcissistic way, I used to just, just really draw strength from it and, and just be like, I'm good. I'm good. I feel strong. And, mm. and, and yeah, yeah. Do you feel... Um, I watched an interesting program the other day and it's about it's about people going through um p company and the powers have brought in like a guy who who is a mindset coach so before they now take their um final test week he talks to them about why we fear what we fear like a you know this real new approach of like this is how we need to approach the task if you're afraid of heights this is what you need to do to get over the fear yeah. of height the fear of the unknown accepting things are going to be tough um, would you like to see the modern, the modern forces adopt this more? I think it's a really great forward thinking. Mate, I think it's absolutely superb. I think, I think factoring into training and stuff like that, more science-based knowledge mm. and understanding, especially on, 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 on the mental aspect, is, is 100% the way to go, mate. I, I think it's neglected. I think that it, it's, it's quite archaic how you, you stumble across and find your... your, your your mental strength and stuff like that. And sometimes you don't really know how you're feeling and you just, you just get to this stage and you think like I'm, I'm mentally strong and stuff like that. But I really, I think it's a great, a great initiative, mate. And, and definitely mm. something that, that, that I really like it. I mean, one of the reasons why I did psychology and I, I initially started doing forensics and stuff like that, but I just thought insecurity, we kind of miss, you, you miss the trick in risk management by everything's always kind of reactive after. And I, and I just thought I could potentially look down a different avenue here and merge security with with psychology to 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 see why people go down that path, why they do what they do, what what makes a terrorist and stuff like that. Yeah, so I've yeah. just been just been looking at like, well, I want to eventually like research the, like the underlying links to like socialization and why why people become radicalized and stuff and look at de-radicalization and then going on to that about, about troops and stuff, just looking at like kind of like fresh and vibrant ideas to, as to how you can better equip soldiers, uh, which is going on what you've said, mate, to, mm. uh, to, to, to withstand uh, conflict and stuff like conflict and war and, and just be better prepared mentally for like 
stuff like PTSD and stuff. Because we, we, I think the old, I'm not saying the old formula is wrong. Obviously, you know, the, the forces have always been able to stand up to whatever the task was at the time. But, you know, um, understanding, and I certainly didn't understand it as, a, as an 18-year-old man in training. Like, I didn't understand, like, mind games. Do you know what I mean? I just lived every day. You don't, mate, like, no. But yeah. Yeah, you and, don't. And instead, I'd rather listen to someone talk about, like, um, I mean, David Goggins is someone who like landed on my radar um, in the last year or two. And like, I yeah. listen to a lot of his stuff now and the stuff that he talks about, like if I'd have managed to listen to that mm. day one, week one, I'd have fucking walked into the, walked into training and I took the Dorfingers and I'd have just said, right, who's yeah. fucking in here? Cause I'm here now. Yeah. Let's fucking yeah. have it. Do you know what I mean? Mate, I tell you what, mate, it's a fucking great shout that mate. It <laughs> is a great shout. And like back when we went through, mate, uh, I mean, just speaking on my experience alone, like there were no, there were mobile phones, yes, but there mm -hmm. wasn't. They had like they were black and white with snakes. Yeah, yeah. You, you had like you had like you couldn't access internet for love or money. Uh, there were no like, you had no understanding of like self-help books. They were out yeah. there, but you, I mean, you couldn't Google them and stuff like that. You couldn't you couldn't get in touch with the likes of or access his material like David Goggins and stuff and other yeah. inspirational people and. I think lads now and, and, and women that are going through and stuff are, are at such an advantage in that respect. Uh, and like you said, mate, I mean, you could, you could really consume all that, all that kind of stuff and, and it would definitely, yeah, I think working have. on your mindset, working on your mindset and stuff like that and, and is, is absolutely fundamental. I think it's fantastic. It's like, I work a lot on it. Like I spend a lot of time listening to people and I don't listen to people who are negative. I never, I, I've stopped. It's something that I've stopped, but yeah, absolutely. Mate. Yeah. In what I do away from the podcast, the outdoor world and, and the big challenge events I run, I come across people who say to me all the time, like, Oh, but how can you do that in a day? I'm like, well, I just fucking tell myself I'm doing it. And then we go and do it. I said, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with failing at something but there's a lot of things wrong with failing to fucking try something because you might yeah. fail it. I was like, yeah. only in failure does growth and understanding truly come. Um, it does because you learn, don't you? Yeah. It, 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 it's, it, it, it's an absolute part of learning and a necessary part of learning. And you 100% you, you have to fail in life to, 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 to understand and grow as a person mm. and, and know, know what that feels like because like you can learn from them experience and then grow and you can, you can then mitigate against, against that happening again. I mean, if it happens again and then you, you, you never do it again, that's failure. Yeah. yeah no, it, it's exactly that. But in society now, like I, I have a, I have an event where it's at the probably very limit of what a human being, an average, I don't want to say average, but like we, we do 50 miles in, in 17 hours, right. Which, mm. you know, hiking is a tough fucking day out, do you know what I mean? And yeah. the people who come on it, um, I'm very honest with them. I say this could possibly be the fucking hardest day of your life because yeah. we are going to go to a place where you've never fucking been before and it's dark. And like I say to people, the first time I tried to do this, I went blind in one eye and I fucking pissed myself. And I'm like, and I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, uh, and I'm brutally honest with it. And Mate, I'm like, it sounds like a fucking right day out there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know I don't have any problem selling it. Uh, 
And, and people oh, say to me, I'm blind in one eye. I went, yeah, but it was my left eye and I'm right eye dominant. So I just fucking cracked on. Um, <laughs> and like, but why? I'm like, because that's where fucking growth happens. I'm like, I agree. I completely agree, mate. That, you know, just agree. don't be afraid of fucking being uncomfortable. If anything, if you're afraid of being uncomfortable and uncomfortable sits on the other side of the door, then the next time you see uncomfortable, you need to be fucking fighting to get through that door and say, yeah. I want to yeah. you, you fucking cunt. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, absolutely, you get, mate. Yeah. You need to I get you, you grow as a person, and, and I'm a massive believer in that, like, hard, intense physical fitness or, 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 or like, exposure and stuff like that. It just yeah. breeds mental strength. You can yeah. only really truly, yeah. truly find yourself when you're really, really under it physically. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be putting, it, putting the you pressure. Have, yeah. You've got to be put. You have, mate, yeah. yeah. Pre- pressure situations where you're like, you're exhausted and you're physically broken is, is what cultivates mental strength for me. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, guys, we're going to have to have a fucking part two of this podcast it's been fucking brilliant but i'm just i'm Absolutely, a little bit thinking on time but we will sort of look to close down the show a bit but we'll definitely do a part two um because I, I, yeah. I don't want to pay lip service to the to the rest of the book so we, we we'll have another we'll have another section so i like to finish the show with the five watts now i've changed it because of covid19 um so the first one mucker uh, what does your day look like so my day mate i am literally writing a five thousand word dissertation Oh, amazing. To end uh, so I'm I'm currently under under the under heat with that. Uh, <laughs> going to go out for a run, uh, eat some nice, rich, unhealthy food, no doubt. Nice. Netflix, Netflix as well. Yeah, um, there's one, one thing, mate. I tell you what, what you yeah, need to on. watch. What everybody needs to watch. Uh, it's called Operation Odessa. Right. Okay. Uh, it's about this Russian guy that uh, gets investigated for by the FBI. Full-on documentary, uh, because the FBI believe that he's buying a Soviet sub for Pablo Escobar. Fuck, mint. yeah, mate, it's mega. Yeah, it's mega, absolutely mega. Uh, yeah. That sounds class. Uh, what workouts are you doing? You said running, but anything else that you do? Yeah, so I've got some rusty old dumbbells, mate. I'm just doing uh, just some like dumbbell circuits and, and whatever I can get away with with dumbbells, mate. That's yeah, that's man. kind of what I'm yeah, doing. Man, CrossFit. Caveman CrossFit, mate. That's yeah. it. <laughs> looking, that's all I had to bring down the mammoths. So it's good enough for yeah. them. It's good enough for 100%. me. Um, what have you started? What have I started? So again, just I've restarted Netflix, mate. I've, I'm yeah. quite against it, mate. But uh, I think with these current times, well, I started it two weeks ago and I've just smashed everything. So I'm a bit at a loss. So if anybody's got any decent stuff that I could watch, I'm all I'll ears. give you a good one. Um, there's a Go program on. called the Ottoman which is about when the Ottomans took Constantinople. It's fucking brilliant. All right. Is it? Yeah, it's done in like a Game of Thrones way, but at certain points at the battle, they have historians come on and, and sort of explain what was going on at the time and why this, why this was done and why this happened. And it's a, it's a, brilliant, it's a brilliant show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, give it, I'll give it a whirl, mate. Sounds There's good. There's one of the defenders, a guy called Giovanni, Probably the fucking best looking human being I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> if he was that, if he was that good looking, fucking hell, he was in the wrong trade. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Int- really, really great show. Uh, what have you stopped? Anything that you've stopped, COVID-wise? 
What have I stopped? Uh, I don't know, mate. I, what, what have I stopped? Stop going out, mate. Obviously, yeah. Stop, yeah. stop. Stop going out and 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 enjoying a bit of life. I love me Starbucks, mate. I'm always in Starbucks. Yeah. That's where you can normally find me if I'm not in the house. And yeah, just stop going there. So yeah, fair yeah. play. Um, fifth and final one, mate. Uh, what's the first thing you're gonna do after lockdown? Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, my first port of call, mate, will be uh, I'll be the gym definitely. I want to go and do a good like kind of CrossFit based uh, workout. Uh, your Starbucks hundred percent and just, just maybe get away for a few days, mate. I love going to North Yorkshire and Peak District and stuff like that and just getting out in, in wilderness. So yeah, fucking right. That's uh, absolutely that's, mate. Yeah. That's, that's shopping as well, mate. I want to do some shopping. I want to get some shopping done. Yeah. What, what some, down Aldi's? <laughs> no, mate, just some clothes and stuff. Looking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aldi, Aldi is the most dangerous place I've ever been in my life. I've been five oh, and 20 every time I'm going now. Mate, it's dangerous. We are locked down. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, fair enough. Uh, guys, it's been fucking brilliant, mate. Where can Fantastic. people find you and where can they find the book? Yeah, so I'm on Insta, uh, becoming the 0.1%. Uh, yeah. Instagram, I've got a page on, on Facebook, again, becoming the 0.1%. Uh, yeah, and just catch me on there, mate. Put books currently uh, in for publisher's review, so uh, hopefully I get some, some, some good news soon, but obviously there's been delays with this, with this COVID, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's currently where I am, and I'll just be sharing all 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 updates and stuff on on them forums. On LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn as well, mate. Yeah, although it's uh, it, I'm just re re kind of redesigning all that and, and restructuring it. So yeah, nice. I'm on there, mate. I'm on there. Um, it'd be good if you could get someone. Uh, obviously, podcast audio books are, uh, are the way people consume media now. Um, if you could get anyone to read your to read the book audio, who would it be? I'd have, I'd want two, mate. Go on. And I'd probably give them fifty fifty percent share of it, right? So I'd want <laughs> I'd want Morgan Freeman to start. <laughs> it was at that to... moment. Gaz knew. Yeah. <laughs> Class. Morgan yeah. Freeman, mate, and then David Attenborough to finish it off. Mint. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Fucking hard to change your pace, isn't it? Yeah, just a bit yeah. of a change of pace, mate, and I'd be happy with that. Very happy well, with that. Fucking get in, get in the inbox, mate. DM him, said Mogs. Fancy, <laughs> fancy a spin a, on this? Yeah, that, acclaimed that. author, mate. Morgan, Morgan, you want all over this, mate. I think he'd snap it up. He's probably not doing much at the moment, mate. Everyone's fucking, uh, everyone's yeah. locked down. I'm going to get Donald yeah. Trump to do mine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate. Right. So, mate, he's some boy, isn't he? He's some boy, that one. Uh, you, you'd never have a dull day. Um, no, no never a dull ne day with that guy. He's duty bloke on Shark watching he all the time. <laughs> <laughs> watching, watching. watching. Uh, mate, zero look. fucks given. Yeah, 100%. Guys, it's been fucking brilliant speaking to you, mate. Um, you too, mate. definitely you do too. a part two, uh, a follow-up, uh, once everything's calmed down and, and, and hope we'll book will be out and we'll, we'll do a follow-up and uh, I'll work on getting this out Muckers. so look thanks very much for your time um, look really appreciate having me John I'll follow your uh, success cheers mate see you later bye cheers Mucker cheers bye -bye. bro